2: Hello and welcome to Attract Positive Results, the show where each week I help you to navigate life's challenges, discover a beautiful, amazing new relationship with yourself, and, of course, attract positive results. Hello, 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 and welcome to Attract Positive Results. It's so great to have you. Happy Friday. Um, Good morning or good evening, good afternoon, wherever you happen to be in this whole world. It is fantastic to have you here today and especially today because I've got a very, very, very special guest who I know you're going to love because I adore her. I learned so much from her, and you will learn so much today from her too. We'll talk about and bring her on in just a few minutes, but I want to say um um pre you know pre um holiday it's already in the holidays it's already the holiday season, but it's gonna be Christmas. I just noticed that it's like ooh. It's 11 days, and I'm going to be in New York, and if you don't know, I'm going to be, um, I live between New York and Los Angeles. Mostly, I'm here in Los Angeles, um, but I keep my apartment in New York because I love New York. I've lived there for many years, um, and I'm going to be doing something really fun that I've never really done before. I'm going to be flying on Christmas Day,
0: <laughs> and
2: it's so, so great, so great, So, and that'll be really interesting to fly on Christmas Day just in general, you know. and I'm leaving really early so um i probably am gonna see santa flying with me (laughs) that's gonna be fun um and i've never been to the i don't yeah i don't think that i've ever been to the airport on christmas day so that'll be really interesting um so i'll be in new york city from december 25th um until january 9th so excited, so excited. So that is one thing that's happening with me. I hope that you have some plans to get away and chill and be able to, you know, realign your vibration. You should be able to do that every day of your life, of course, but um, this time, this time of family, this time to remember, this time to really remember what, what this is, um, this season's all about. In the, um, Course in Miracles, which I'm, you know, a teacher and a student for many years, um, it says a very beautiful, beautiful, beautiful section. One of my favorite sections is the Christmas as the end of sacrifice. It's absolutely beautiful, and we were just talking about that with my private students. And there's a beautiful line that, that says, um, "The sign of Christmas is a star," and you know that star, that North Star, is it's a symbol. It is a symbol of the light within you being reborn. The the light within you that is connected to all love, all joy, all peace. It is already in you. And so Christmas Day um, is really a day that we honor creating the manger where the light can be reborn in you. The light can come back into your life. It's never really gone, of course. It's never really gone. But to honor that light within you, and to, to know that that light is always there. It's always there. It's never gone. It's never somewhere else. And as we kind of fall asleep spiritually, we start to think, "I gotta search for the light. I gotta get to the light. I gotta..." No, 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 no. The only thing you need to do is turn inward, create the for the light, and it will start to manifest in your life in miraculous ways. In miraculous ways, in your relationships, in your career, in your well-being, in your health. It will manifest in beautiful ways as long as you consciously create that manger within your heart to have that light glowing within you. So, I wanted to say that today because I'll definitely talk to you before Christmas, but I've been thinking about that all right, so, I wanted to recommend a couple of things before we get to our wonderful guests. I always have a couple of recommendations for sure, so um, and they're fun they're not always you know spiritual recommendations or anything, something that, that are um, they're fun or interesting. Um, just a couple of things I wanted to share with you. I recently, for the last three weeks, I have started to eat keto, um, which is a ketogenic diet. And it's really been great. It's really wonderful. I've done it for health reasons, for weight reasons, for different reasons. And it feels amazing. I'm just loving um, eating this way. And um, I wanted to recommend to you a really, really great resource for if you are interested in eating keto it's a couple um mega and dan who are this really great couple and they are um keto connect keto connect and you can find them on instagram you can find them on youtube they have a book they're really really great and they're really practical and they've got great recipes oh my gosh amazing recipes that really make you feel good they're um they're really um, there's if you know keto at all it's it's um, basically sugar free um, refined sugars and all that stuff don't do that um, it's high it's a high fat diet but if you're interested in that just check them out watch some of their videos and see some I mean even if you're not keto some of their recipes are freaking amazing and they're really cool to watch so that's my first um, my first recommendation for this week, and my second recommendation is actually a TV show, um, a Netflix show, which is an Australian show, which I adore, and and if you are into fun, adventure, and strong female characters, there is an Australian television show called Wanted, and I discovered it probably about six months ago or something on Netflix, um, and it's kind of like, a, it's very similar to a um, Thelma and Louise kind of vibe. And it's really well acted. It's a lot of fun. And um, it just came out with the third season. So it's called Wanted, and it's on Netflix. So if you like adventures and strong female characters, and it's really well done and great acting. So those are my two recommendations for this week. You know, check it out on Netflix and also check out Keto Connect. I think you'll really, really like them. All right, everybody. So I want to tell you that that My guest and I, I'm going to talk about her in a second, a guest and I will take your calls. So there's no one on the switchboard yet. I'm sure that that's going to get filled. I want to give you the number to call in. The number to call in is 323-870-4018, 323 870 so, we will be taking your calls. Uh, we'll do on the spot kind of intuitive readings or answer questions about anything or comments about anything that we talk about. Okay? All right, everybody. As I say, everyone take a big deep breath and <sighs> go into our next segment. All right. So, I have a question for you Are you having blocks in, in success in any area of your life? Have you tried a lot of techniques or methods for success in your life? You know, like one self help book and one technique and one method, you know? Or do you feel like, you know, and I I found this with some of my students, they feel like there's somehow they just don't have that success gene. They look around and they see people are successful and there's other people who are successful. They just don't have something. They feel like there's a fatal flaw with them. Well, the good news is that there is a way to be successful in your life. So um, today, my very, very, very special guest is Brooke Callen, And we're going to talk all about the energetics of success and how energy and success are completely intertwined. Um, and this is really going to be a good show today. Brooke is a friend of mine, and she is an internationally renowned life and business coach who um, takes leaders, entrepreneurs, and influencers to the next level. Her clients come from a wide range of backgrounds. They're entrepreneurs, coaches, doctors, parents, CEOs, I mean, students, and and just, you know, just people, just people. Um, and the work, Brooke, does isn't just coaching. It's highly transformative work that shifts the way her clients see themselves and their life and the world. Um, and so her and I are very similar because that's the way I work with my, my students too. My students, it's all about your relationship to yourself, which I talked about on Periscope today. So today, um, Brooke is going to share with us amazing um, strategies and um, some great information about the energetics of success. Brooke, are you there?
3: I'm here. Hello.
2: Hello, Brooke. It's so exciting to have this conversation with you. How are you today?
4: I'm doing really well. I'm so excited, Max. Thank you so much for having me, and welcome to anybody who's listening in live or on the replay or anyone listening months down the road on the podcast.
0: Hello, Yeah.
2: Exactly, because the podcast will will be up for everyone to listen to later. Um, So, you know, Brooke and I know each other from Periscope, right, Brooke?
4: We do, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Gosh, it must have been
2: three years ago? Probably, three years ago, yeah. Four years ago? Mm -hmm. I was broadcasting, and um, Brooke was broadcasting, and that's when... um, at that time, I created a network um, called Love and Action TV, and we had different shows with really great, um, wonderful, different um, um, broadcasters that broadcast about different things all the time, and that's when Brooke and I started to get to know each other, and Brooke was even um, a student of mine, a client of mine for a while, right, Brooke?
4: I was, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I remember um, the first few times I saw you on Periscope, Max, you were doing... Um, some Course in Miracles work and doing your um, daily lessons on Periscope. And I was so drawn to your energy and so drawn to like how magnetic you were and how powerful you were, but also how kind and, you know, down to earth you were, which I resonate with because we're very similar in that way. Um, And yeah, so I did the show, The Science of Spirituality, on your Love and Action TV channel, which was Uh amazing and great. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and the reason that – remember when I – because the people that I really enjoyed and I – I mean, I, we just put on people that I really had a good vibe with, right, that I, that I mm-hmm. believed in their work. And when you and I talked about what your show should be or what kind of, you know, the umbrella of your show um, should be, we talked about your passion for science and how science and spirituality meld right? Yeah, absolutely. Can, so can you talk a little bit about that? Sorry. Of course.
4: Yeah, I would yeah. I would love to talk about that.
2: <laughs> so,
4: mm-hmm. um, I originally so my journey started um when I was an undergrad and I didn't exactly know what I wanted to do with my life at that point, but I remember taking psychology classes and I was um actually majored in psychology and I took a neuroscience track. Um and so started to become really fascinated. I'd always been interested in science and always been really um you know, passionate about chemistry and biology, and you know, all my classes at school. But um, I started piecing together and got really avid about research and neuroscience when I was around 18, 19. Um, and then later, when I decided to start moving into the mental health world, I became a mental health tech originally when I was about 22 or 23 years old at a hospital. Um, and I remember sitting at the computers when we had downtime on the unit and I just would read researching for, you know, a long time about neuroscience and printing things out. And um, so once I had my spiritual awakening, I started noticing that, you know, things were not separate. Like, you know, I had grown up believing that science and, and spirituality were separate entities. And so it was really... Um, A beautiful experience for me to notice that, you know, the human mind or the human brain is really what allows us, one, to experience our lives. Um, And two, that, you know, there there are mechanisms that are already set up in our brain that allow us to set intention, that allow us to um, focus on what we want, that allow us to filter out the noise um, that we don't want. So our, our, our biology is just basically set up for our success, honestly. Yeah. Um, sure. And part of, what, part of what merged me into like talking about the energetics of success um, was that I saw how, you know, conditioning or programming or like limiting beliefs that we all adopt as children or from society or from our schooling or, or what, whatever, um, weren't really allowing the biological setup we have for success to really come forward, except in terms of things like, memorization or like learning vocabulary or like learning information in school, right? So Mm -hmm. I started wondering like why is this not being taught? Like every single human has this capacity and this inherent power to create exactly what we want. And so few people really understand tap into that. (laughs) Uh It's so great, right? We all we have it all within us,
2: right? Yes. Totally. Totally. And it's so, I love, I mean, it's, it's so true. It is so true. And that's what so much of, you know, and you can get as into, I'm going to say into the weeds, but into the details about this as much as possible. But when, I mean, I think that for, I'm fascinated by it too. I definitely haven't done as much research um, and stuff as you have, but I've done a lot about quantum physics and all of that stuff too. Mm. And, um, and it, it can be as detailed as you need it to be, but it also can be incredibly simple, you know, because a lot of it, you know, really comes down to our greatest power, our power of choice, of what we're doing with our brain, what we're doing with our, um, how we're using our brain on a consistent basis all the time, and and having that, um, like the course would say, over and over, choose again, choose again, choose again, and once you choose again, over and over and over, your brain changes, your brain literally changes, and those synapses start to change, and when those synapses start to change that's when everything starts to to roll do you agree with that
4: absolutely i was just thinking you know thank goodness for neuroplasticity
2: um
4: which basically Mm -hmm. allows our brain to change if if we need it to so um, not only do you know if we've if we've grown up with limiting beliefs if we've grown up with limiting beliefs about love or money or success or struggle or things have to be hard or making money has to feel really difficult like Even if you've been sort of programmed, even if your brain has the neural pathways and the belief system set up, you still have the ability to change it, which is magnificent really when you think about that, that we're not limited to what we were taught. We can change that.
2: Exactly. And, And, you know, it's incredible too, is that, you know, the amount, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I have noticed people that have really hardcore, deep, almost- I mean, whether they are like really um, unconscious, like I'm um, we'll just mm-hmm. say negative beliefs, how quickly it actually starts to change. I mean, you actually know what you're doing it really does start to change pretty quickly. It doesn't have to be like, oh, years and years of changing my brain. I'm going to really do this for so long. I've noticed, you know, with myself and also with my students, it's like, boy, oh, boy, I just like help them to, to reprogram just a little bit of a thought and understand the the belief table and how to shift things. And I'm telling you, within a couple of weeks, they start to be like, oh, my God, I'm getting dates already or or this is starting to happen. And I'm like, well, you know what? It happens pretty quickly, and I think that really comes down to um, the neuroplasticity of the brain. You know, because the brain will change, and that's gonna that's gonna create what's happening on the outside in your life.
0: Do you agree with mm.
4: that? Yeah, I love the fact that you brought up the subconscious, the unconscious. Um, I feel like mm-hmm. a, where a lot of people get kind of stuck. So you're talking about at the very beginning about. You know, does it feel like you don't have the success gene or does it feel like you're not getting anywhere? And I found for myself and for my clients, too, that, um, you know, it's it's obviously important to get really clear on our attention and get really clear on what we want and start, you know, choosing in that direction and start um, speaking in that direction and affirming in that direction. And where most people, I feel, tend to, you know, get that stuck feeling is because if they... If they haven't yet done the inner work or gone into subconscious to do the reprogramming, there is going to be um, a feeling of stuck. Basically, if you're speaking something or deciding something on a conscious level, but your subconscious doesn't agree with it, it does create an internal conflict. And typically speaking, your subconscious is going to win out because your subconscious okay. makes up a lot more of your brain than your conscious does, right? So. My, my sort of like secret formula really for all the success that I've had and the success that my clients have is to not just get them clear or myself clear on what it is that they want. And for anybody who's listening, do absolutely get crystal clear on what you want. There's a beautiful quote from Napoleon Hill um, from his book, Think and Grow Rich, which I love talking about in terms of helping people find clarity. He says, abundance does not respond to wishful thinking it responds only to definite plans backed by definite yeah. desires through faith and constant persistence.
2: Totally. So that totally.
4: speaks to like the power of making a definite plan, having your desires back that plan and then, you know, doing the daily practice and, and making the daily choices. The, the only piece that I find has been missing in that particular sort of um, formula is doing that inner work.
2: Yeah, so when and the I inner work is the whole up. deal, don't you think? Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> so I just, like, like what that's what that's I found that is that.
0: About.
2: Yeah, don't okay. you find? Let me just. I just want to interject here, for just a second. Is that? Listen, I agree about the clarity for sure. Like, know what you want. But what I found is that when I start working with students, it's like what they think that they want is um, their ego being desperate. Yeah. Yeah. And when they realize that's their ego being desperate. And that we pointed out to them, then they're like, oh, crap, I don't know what I really want.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: because you can't you can't attract anything if you're desperate about it. It doesn't work. You can't create it. Right. Yeah. Does that make sense? Do so you agree and with I think
4: that? The, yeah. The piece that I think is so important about what you just said is you said people think they know what they want, but they don't. And in my experience, like, we all have, um, you know, kind of mind-based desires that we think are our actual desires, but they're not. Right. And right. so what I believe is that our soul is absolutely clear on what we want. Our heart is totally. absolutely clear on what we want, right? Mm-hmm. And our mind kind of takes this strange detour and thinks it knows what it wants, but it's often not based on the truth. So what I do with my clients is, you know, the clarity is already within everyone, yeah. right? The truth is already inside of all of us. Like you were saying so beautifully at the beginning, the light, the power, the love, the intelligence, it's already there. And my job as a coach is basically to unveil that clarity by helping them move out of those limiting beliefs in the mind or move out of what the subconscious is, is sort of doing to stand in the way. So it's almost yeah. like a discovering of the light that's already there inside, and when you start to right. discover layer by layer, of course, it's like if you were to take a light bulb, right, and like put layers and layers of, you know, blankets or handkerchiefs or something on top of that light bulb. Mm-hmm. If you start uncovering the layers, like the light bulb has always been there.
2: Exactly. That's exactly right. I take love off that. The layers
4: analogy. that are standing in the way. Mm-hmm.
2: It's like the you know, it's like a Course in Miracles, it says it says, Listen, love is something that cannot be taught because it's your inherent nature, but what can be taught is to remove the blocks to love's presence in your life. And yes. as you remove them one by one by one, suddenly it's like, Whoa, I feel them, I feel better, I feel more powerful, I feel great and when you feel that way then automatically things start to happen. Listen, I want to pause Absolutely. for just a moment to tell everyone everybody the call-in number to call in there's got a couple of people on um on deck as they say the call-in number here is three two three eight seven zero four zero one eight Three two three eight seven zero four zero one eight. Brooke and I would love to talk to you. We're going to use. Brooke is also intuitive like I am, so we'll talk to um, people in the, the next segment. Um, so, Brooke, I wanted to ask you too. You know, this energetics of success. Obviously, we're talking mm-hmm. around it and in it and and about a lot of things here. But you know, you you've created something called the energetics of success. Um, why did you create this energetics of success, and what do you exactly do you do in it? and um, Just give mm-hmm. us an overview of that. Yeah.
4: So um, I've been in the coaching industry for a few years. So before I was a coach, I was doing healings and energy work and cranial cycle for people. And then before that, I was a psychotherapist. So what I started to realize um, as I sort of entered into the coaching industry was that there was lots of talk around strategy, which is great. Um, But I started to notice that there weren't a lot of people talking about sort of what was going on behind the scenes in terms of, um, you know, how to use energy, the kind of internal energetic shifts that need to happen in order for success to sort of naturally unfold. And so um, I had been able, I think I hit my first six-figure year, my first full-time year in business back in 2017, and then went on to, like, Create multiple six figures income for this year and I started noticing like I know that I'm doing some things that other people aren't doing just because of my background as a healer and because of my background doing energy work and because of my background with neuroscience and I was actually sitting in Venice California um, I was there on a vacation trying to sort of decide if I wanted to move there and I was sitting in my little Airbnb and I just started having this having this realization that Gosh, Brooke, there's been so many things that you've been doing behind the scenes for, like, over a decade that people need to know about and people need to hear about. And, yes, the strategy for success is helpful and important, but, again, like, it's the inner work that makes the dream work. So I started piecing things together, like, okay, Brooke, like, what kinds of things have you been doing that have helped you achieve so much success? And so I was thinking about, you know, the power of intention, how powerful our brains are in terms of creating what we want. I started sitting with the power of um, understanding feminine and masculine energy. And when I say feminine and masculine energy, I don't mean like male and female. I mean the masculine energy being the, the, the creative energy, the doing, the feminine being the receiving and the nurturing and how we need to be using both and accessing both. And, right. of course, you know, being able to feel tapped into Source. So the distinction that I make is not necessarily that people have to connect to Source because the truth, as you know already, is that we're already connected, right? Yeah. So, again, like we just have to remove those layers in our minds that make us feel like we're separate. Totally, so
0: this totally. this
4: intention, yeah. these energies, um, you know, feeling connected to the source and allowing that to circulate and flow through us at all times and really sort of banking on that and believing in that and allowing that to happen. And then, you know, the power of language, the power of our mindset, the power of this deep inner work. So I just started piecing all these things together. And then I created a program around it to help people mm. understand the energetics like behind the, it's basically understanding the internal energy behind the external success.
2: Mhm. Yeah. I love it. That's great. Well, that's, that's where that's, it came from. It was it was birthed
4: uh, in a in a in a spot in Venice, California. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. And Brooke and I have known each other for so long. And we finally got to meet just a couple months ago in Venice or in, you know, in Santa Monica. And we had such a great time. And it was so interesting when you know someone virtually for so long um, that we finally got to see each other. And it was like, it's like we've known each other for years, even though we haven't met in, you know, in real life. It was like, oh, we are such a match. We are such a match. <laughs>
4: I know. it's so great. I love that it was
2: such a fun time we laughed a lot and had such a good time such a good time um great i love that because i believe you know i, I talk about with um my students and everything all the time is um, i talk about the um i talk about the iceberg theory all the time you know and it's like the mm-hmm. iceberg theory really is that you're not dealing with the the iceberg that's underneath nothing ain't going to change nothing's going to change if you're not dealing with that underneath there and um one of the things that i you know in my private immersion program that i work with students is that um one of the things i stress over besides a lot of things but um is the development of trust and the when you when we can develop the trust that's when You know, in other words, the faith, but it's a little different. But when you develop Mm -hmm. trust, everything changes because most people are basing all their actions and all their thoughts and all their feelings based on on um, distrust and based on defending against and based on pushing against and that resistance that will keep everything away from you. But when you start to shift that by doing some of the work that you said, you know, it really changes your whole relationship with yourself. And, it's, and I believe it's about your whole relationship to yourself. And when that starts changing with intention and then you have intention, that's it. You know, success just has to follow. Do you know what I mean?
4: Yeah, absolutely.
0: For sure. I'm a firm sure.
4: believer in the fact that like our natural state is one of success. Our natural state is one of abundance. Our natural state is one of, of personal power and intelligence and love. And I talk a lot about um, reclaiming personal power with my clients. Um, mm-hmm. Because if you really look at what li- limiting beliefs are or circumstances or certain kind of relationships that are not healthy or any kind of programming that we receive as kids. Um, if you really look at the energetics behind that, it's just been, Um, ways that have sort of like disempowered us or ways that we've Mm -hmm. accidentally been giving our power away Mm -hmm. so when you do the inner work and make those different choices to reclaim power back from for example a codependent pattern or reclaim the power back from um, a limiting belief that you've just changed or reclaim the power back from you know, an agreement that you have about men or women or love, right? Each time that we do that, we, we kind of return as Marian Williamson says, like we return back to love. We return back to our power.
2: Yeah. And so, you come back to your true um, self.
4: Yeah. A lot of people I find too, will have some struggle with, with, you know, if our natural state is one of wealth, abundance and prosperity, right? If people aren't experiencing that in their reality, there's lots of different reasons, but, What I found mostly with my clients is that as a human, we just accidentally make all kinds of agreements that sort of funnel our power out of us. Like if we have an agreement, for example, that money is hard to come by, we're giving our power away to that limitation. Or if we have a belief that says something like, um, I'm never going to make it, we're accidentally funneling our power out to holding that agreement to be true, right? So once you start breaking these agreements, you're literally reclaiming the energy that your brain and your soul basically have been using to, like you said, uphold or defend that limitation.
0: Right. And that comes back to
4: process of like brightening your light and reclaiming your power. And as soon as there's like a tipping point that my clients will get to, and it's like, Oh, I feel like myself. I'll feel like the best version of myself. Things Mm -hmm. are so easy now making money is so easy now relationships are like, it's just naturally what's going to happen.
2: Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that is so incredibly beautiful, because then once you start, that starts to, the ball starts to roll in that direction, then what happens is there, I always use the the, the terms, you know, um, um, doubt or trust, doubt or faith, they're two opposite things, you know, then, then the doubt just, the doubt starts to just, Dwindle away, and then the faith and the trust just starts to um, expand. It really starts to expand, and and you and you start to be like, why did I ever doubt this? What the hell? Why uh-huh. did I ever? Because you're not there anymore. You don't have. You've you've kind of you know transcended all those those. "Quote unquote" negative beliefs, and I don't believe there's anything negative in my. I mean, I don't believe there's anything negative. I think it's it's how you perceive it, and that is, and that's huge part of the work too. Is is training your mind to be like, wait a second, I can change my perception of this thing, and when I change my perception Mm -hmm. of the thing, then the thing changes. I mean, it's classic metaphysics, classic metaphysics. But but you won't even know you have a negative belief. You won't even know you have a, a "quote unquote." limiting belief a lot of times until you work with someone like Brooke or like me that goes, ah, there it is. And you're like, what? Yep. Exactly. (laughs) Like when I work with my coach or my teacher and they're like, you are trying to resist your resistance. My teacher said that to me not too long ago. And I was like, what? I was like, Oh my God, that is so true. And that just blew my mind for a moment. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. I'm trying to resist my resistance. And I was like, Mm. Oh, that will never work, duh Because <laughs> I'm pushing away what I'm trying to push away. <laughs> I was like, that's not going to work. So but I didn't realize that, and when 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 you have guidance like you know, like us or like a teacher or you know somebody that can point it out to you and you go, "Aha," and your ego doesn't come up and go, "No, no, no," and defend," you take it in and go, "You're right. I can see that I'm doing that right now. And then you're open to shifting and open to transcending so that the light starts to come out, you know, through that, um, through that, that quote unquote block. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. So good. Hey, listen, um, we've got a couple callers on. Let me just tell everybody the number here again, 323-870-4018, 323-870-4018. We are here with a great, incredible, transformational coach, um, Brooke Callen, and wonderful woman. And we've got a couple people waiting. Um, um, I just want to talk about one thing, and then we'll take some calls. What do you think? Sounds great. Okay, um, but when we were talking um, about the the show and you coming on the show, I was like, "Well, what should we talk about?" And I think that both of us have um, um, a, a clear kind of point of view about affirmations. And you were like, "Let's talk about some aff- about affirmations." So, what is what? How do you teach affirmations? And what's your opinion about affirmations? Because it's all over the place, you know. What do you say about mm. affirmations?
4: I love this question. Yeah. So my my perception and my experience of affirmation has shifted dramatically very recently um, mm-hmm. because um, way back I mean maybe like a few years ago if anybody remembers me on Periscope I did used to talk about the fact that um, affirmations didn't always work. What I've found today, just by recent experience and by the work that I'm doing with my clients, is that it when the affirmation is founded upon the correct energy and it is affirming the truth from the correct standpoint of energetics, then the affirmations do work. What I mean by that is, and this is going back to what you said a, a few minutes ago, Max, in terms of like having a coach or a mentor that's an intuitive. So as an intuitive and a clairvoyant, one of my gifts is being able to recognize very confidently where someone's power is and where someone's soul is and what their soul is saying and recognizing the truth and mirroring that back and, um, you know, pretty assertively with with my clients, right? And the other gift that I have is to notice when their mind rolls in, I can actually hear and feel people's thoughts and mind and ego roll in. And like you were saying, it's like it's our job to say say, that's your ego coming in or that's a thought rolling in. Or I can feel your mind trying to muddy the situation up, right? So if an affirmation is based on the mind or the illusion, it's not always going to work because you're basically – not accessing the entire subconscious yet if you're affirming something just purely from that tip of the iceberg right if you're affirming just from the conscious level it feels good it feels good to say things that are affirmative but it's not actually like going all the way down to the bottom of that iceberg and affirming the entire truth so if you think about it in terms of like Let's say there's a column of light running through everybody. You know, let's just say there's a vertical column of light. If you affirm something consciously, you're basically tapping into from the neck up of that column of light or energy or power. When you allow a client to align with the truth, suddenly the entire column of all that power and energy is available. And when you affirm with 100% access to a person's power and to a person's truth and basically to the truth, that's when affirmations are speaking directly um bit to source really exactly and oh my in gosh, my experience we, like that's
2: how you affirm does that make yeah, sense yep yeah, yep yeah. it does it does make sense and, and we we basically totally totally agree and um and what i've said many times and people have watch me or listen to me um i say you know affirmations they can either this is my point of view they can either really really help you and you're talking about just aligning your the truth with what you're saying and if the truth is not what you're saying then it's really hard the energetic it's it's a conflicting vibration um so what if you say something if you're saying something like uh, you know, like affirmations are always meant to be like, you need to say it in the, pre- you know, the affirmation police say, <laughs> you know, the affirmation police, Do you know, the affirmation police book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the affirmation poli- police say you have to say it in the present moment that it's happening right now. You have to say me. You have to there's all these like rules about it. Um And you have to be like. I have a million dollars in the bank. <laughs> I am healthy, happy, and whole. And I am, you know, you're supposed to say it in the present moment. That's so much a part of what affirmations are. And a lot of times, like you said, it's like, you know what? You're not there yet. You're you're not even close mm-hmm. to being there yet. And so what happens is there's a battle between your unconscious yep. and your conscious yep. mind. And so you're yep. never gonna Which get a result.
4: Stops the growth. Yeah,
2: totally. It's like putting a, you know, like they say, putting a um, the gas and the brake on at the same time. And that's that's the reason why affirmations don't work, because if you don't understand that, because if you just keep going, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a and you look in your bank account, you've got $30, you go, oh, shit, I am not. It's totally the opposite. And that's what people think. And they keep thinking, if I just say it long enough, I just say it long enough. And then it develops desperation and that desperation makes them like just quit and just say, well, this doesn't work. This doesn't work. But I found and I was taught this by one of my great teachers. He said, well, why don't. Because you need to, to be speaking to your subconscious way down yep. there as and your consciousness at the same time. So why don't you just start to before you can start to really be in alignment with the, the affirmation, why don't you just start to use I'm in the process of becoming a millionaire I'm in the process of becoming whatever, and a lot of times I say, "Don't use the affirmation of a millionaire yet," because you know what? Before you're a millionaire, you're going to have to get to your fifty thousand dollar mark. So why don't you just say, "I'm in the process of attracting fifty thousand dollars in my business and my life." How does that feel? And they go, "Okay, that feels better." So it's kind mm-hmm. of like it's a little bridge in between, you know. And then while you're saying you that your kind your of affirmation,
4: something that it can believe in while you're yes. sort of training it to believe the rest of the things you're going to
2: tell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there comes a point, I don't know if you, I mean, it happens with me all the time and it, with the affirmation situation, is that there comes a point where, you know, maybe three weeks ago, I couldn't say, let's just use that same thing, um, I am an, I am a millionaire. You know, maybe three weeks ago, I couldn't. But now I've been saying I'm in the process of attracting $50,000 into my bank account, my life, and all of a sudden you know i'm am getting more clients and more money's coming in or whatever then my belief my trust my faith goes up and so now Absolutely. i can almost say hey you know what i am a millionaire you know and that is that's the big thing with affirmations i you and i totally agree totally agree and it can really change your life it can really change your life if you use them in the, in that way instead of the way that's mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to convince myself I'm somewhere where I'm not. That doesn't work. <laughs>
4: that yeah, doesn't work. I think the precision of language is so important. It's one of the things that I talk about in my program or um, in mm-hmm. my coaching as well is um, we have to make very precise distinctions with our language like you were talking about. Otherwise, um, you know, Our subconscious and our conscious aren't going to be in the best kind of relationship or our subconscious won't believe it. So like even, for example, saying I'm just taking one of the things that you said a a few minutes ago, even for somebody who's like maybe superficially saying an affirmation that sounds like and just for anyone who's listening to just like notice the difference between what these two affirmations feel like they're saying the same thing but there's a language precision in, in, in one of them. So if I say something like, I'm happy, wealthy, and healthy, or I'm happy, healthy, and wealthy, I'm happy, healthy, and wealthy, right? It feels, it's a nice thing to say. However, if you shift that and get very precise and, and, and specific and notice, like, what exactly is it that I'm affirming? What truth exactly is it that I'm affirming? If you start to shift that affirmation to something like, I am so happy and grateful now that I feel the current of source moving and coursing through my veins. Mm
2: -hmm.
4: I'm so happy and grateful now that I understand that there's infinite love, power, and intelligence within me. Yeah. Right? Like, those Mm -hmm. last two, those are affirming
2: the truth. And there's an energy
4: you can feel behind them.
2: And it's the generality to the specific. And yeah. the brain likes the specific. You know, as a teacher, you know, I worked with kids for many, many, many years in New York City, and I worked with children, and it was so great. And one of the things that I was always taught as a to be a good teacher, you should never say, good job, Johnny. Good job, Susie. You should never say that. Because the child goes, great, okay. But what you're meant to say is, good job on being able to understand that 2 plus 2 is 4. Good job. Exactly. And then the brain processes the specificity of that, and then they have real. They really do have confidence. That's when they really get belief is is um, um, starts to bubble up in them. They have a belief about themselves because they know that exactly what they did, the specificity of it, is what is good. So in saying, I'm happy, healthy, happy, and you're totally right. That's just too general. <laughs>
0: it's just too mm-hmm. general.
2: I'm happy because yesterday I was able to, to give $5 to Salvation Army, and I wasn't able to do that the day before, and now it makes me so happy to be able to do that. That gives you something to, your subconscious, something to hold on to. So.
4: Yeah, there's an emotional connection to that.
2: Yeah, totally. Exactly. Totally.
4: And, you know, the, the the neuroscience behind that, too, is our brain just happens to anchor things down and listen more intently when there's a sense or an yeah. emotion attached.
0: That, so too. So if you exactly.
4: even the shift from saying I'm happy and healthy to I'm happy and healthy because and you give it a sense or an experience and emotion, like, that's automatically going to make your brain listen.
2: Right, right. I love this conversation. Oh, my God, you are so yeah. awesome. You are so awesome. Oh, thanks. Um, Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> ditto all right so everybody um let's let's take the last um few minutes and take a few callers what do you think brooke
4: i would love that i would love to take some callers
2: Okay, so we've got a few people on the line right now, and so um, both Brooke and I are intuitives, and most people that are listening to my show know that, and um, a lot of times we, we ask people about what um, what they got out of the conversation, and then we'll go into if you have a specific question about your life, or um, mm-hmm. or if you want to do some kind of a general reading, and then um, you can ask if you want both of us to, to do a little reading for you, if you just want Brooke or just want me. We're totally open, right, Brooke? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love doing readings. Great. We love it. That's so fun. And of course, yeah. They're so fun. That's one of the reasons I love doing live show. So, all right. Let's go to, and let me, before I um, take the first caller who's been very patient on the phone, um, we're going to go to, um, and let me tell you the number to call in is 323-870-4018. 323-870-4018. Okay? So our first caller is from area code 404-550, 404-550. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi, who's this?
1: This is Roz. Hi, Roz. Roz. How are you? How are you? Hey, hi. Uh, Nice to meet you, Max, and good to see you or talk to you again, Brooke. How are you?
4: Yeah, I'm great. I'm so glad to hear your voice. (laughs)
2: Gosh,
1: this is
4: so amazing that I was
1: able to get in.
2: I'm so glad, and thank you for waiting on the line. What are you you thinking about what Brooke and I are talking about? What stood out for you in in the conversation so far?
1: Um, I've done some coaching with Brooke. She's coached me, actually, not me, her, um, before, (laughs) and um, I went to this awesome retreat that she had, and all of my notes were stolen, right after I got home here in Atlanta. Um, and so I'm slowly getting the the notes back. And what I love that you guys are talking about is um, language precision and how to be specific and what you are affirming and, you know, mm-hmm. not being general. Um, and I had forgotten that, so I'm so glad that you all reviewed that. And, nice. um, and for me personally, I've like, totally lost my voice the last couple of days. I have a severe case of laryngitis, I think it's probably stress. Um, but I've been working contract jobs and um, I'm working on a couple things. I'm working on some things with the SBA and working with a patent attorney. Nothing's really kind of catching hold though. Um, mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. I'm starting to stress out about it a little bit, although I'm meditating right. and you know trying to put that at bay. But um, I just, know I just I picked a card in.
2: for you, and you know, because I don't know you at all, so I just pick, kind of picked a card. I'm just going to jump in here, Brooke. But um, I, I picked a card for you, and it makes total sense. But I picked, before you even started talking, I picked the moon card for you. And I don't know if you know what the moon card is. Do you know what the this moon is card is? It's funny
4: that you picked that card just based on
2: what I'm no, <laughs> yeah. Really? That's I don't so that funny, is. Brooke. So the moon card <laughs> is all about kind of um you're in tuning into your intuition your psychic forces and also this like yearning i always think of the moon card as you know when you're in a forest and it happened there's only moonlight and you can't quite see around the trees do you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's that time in your life where you have to use your intuition you have to like get through these shadows you have to use your intuition which is like what brooke was saying your 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 more feminine side use that intuition tune back in when you said you're meditating that's a really good thing because right now it's kind of like you're looking for your fulfillment through the through the forest right now but really rely on your intuition really rely on your intuition and not i always say this to people it's like sometimes people think their intuition is their ego but the more you truly meditate you'll be like oh my my intuition saying this this thing so i want to say that's a really good card for you for right now keep moving keep connecting and um kind of like just imagine your life as walking through the forest little by little and you're getting through and it'll it'll all come out because the other side of the the moon card is after the moon what comes what comes after the moon the sun the sun that's yeah. right so the can sun can i to something too
4: out. that i was feeling
2: Exactly. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all finished with that. Go ahead, Brooke.
4: So, Roz, as you were talking, um, as soon as you were talking about um, the work that you're doing and the laryngitis, and I could feel there was a question inside of you, like, are these connected somehow? Um, the way that my intuition reads people, which a lot of you guys are familiar with, is my body will start to reflect and mirror your body. So as you were speaking, Roz, I could feel a bending off to your right side, which... Um, your masculine side is your right side. Your feminine side is your left, which is why I giggled when Max pulled the moon card. So your mm-hmm. body is actually there's a heaviness and a bending into your masculine side, which is your right side. So as soon as you started talking, I could feel the bend. Um, there's too much masculine energy going on. Masculine energy is the doing and the forcing and the strategy and and you know the looking and the seeking and all that. So yes, mm. it's important for you to be creating new ways, but there needs to be a balance of masculine and feminine. So when someone's body is bending too far over to the to one side or the other, it just means you need to like Max was talking about invite the more feminine energy in, right? So for mm-hmm. you too, like feminine energy is all about self care and nurturing and receiving and you know our psychic abilities, our intuition, right? So in order for you to feel like you're not stuck anymore, it's just a question of trusting that you don't have to do so much. Like I talk to this, I talk about this all the time with my clients. You be more and you do less.
1: You be more,
4: you do less, you have it all. So if you're being more, you're in that receptive energy more. You're allowing yourself to feel pampered. You're allowing yourself to receive messages and information from the universe. Right. And then from that space of being nurtured from your cup being filled, then you get to create from like all of your power.
2: And from that place is when house. you get yeah. right. And from that place is when you where you get true guidance, not not ego guidance. Totally. Yeah. Nice. Does that make sense, Rob? That makes a
1: lot of sense. Thank
2: you. I love it. Good. Well great. Roz, thank you so much for calling and it's wonderful to meet you and to talk to you.
1: Thanks, me too.
2: Thank Bye. you so much. We're gonna move on to the Bye. next caller. Have a wonderful day, Roz. Thank you, too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh, my God. Brooke, you and I are, like, so in sync. Moon As card. soon as you pulled
4: that moon, I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Is everybody going to believe that, like, I was picking up the same thing at the exact moment? Or are they going to think, like, well, that was convenient.
2: <laughs> um, I and, think that's great. No.
4: We're, same, same we're information. actually. <laughs> yeah,
2: and I. And I'm I'm really quickly texting you right now to say, hey, dude, do- <laughs> no. I don't mind just- if we go over either, if we need to run over by a few minutes, so. Okay. We can, we can run over a little bit, but I have an appointment. So, all right. So, let's move okay. on to our next caller. So, thank you so much, Roz. Um, we're going to go to move our next caller. Our next caller is calling from area code 617-827, 617-827. Hello? Hello? Hi, who's that?
3: Hi, I can hear you. Can
2: you guys hear me? Yep, we can hear you. Oh, perfect. What's your name? Molly. Hi, Molly. How's it going?
3: Good. How are you?
2: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. What are you thinking about what um, Brooke and I are talking about today?
3: Hi, Brooke. Um, So, I think it's amazing. I follow Brooke on social media. We've gone back and forth a couple of times, so I'm a big fan of hers, and it's nice to meet you. Um, I love your conversation, and I really resonated with what Brooke was talking about in terms of how you know her business started scaling, and she knew that things were happening on the back end of it, and she wasn't quite as kind of aware of what those things were. I feel like in my own business, there were things that were holding me back and I think part of it was my personal life and stuff like that but recently there's been a shift and I'm really starting to gain momentum but I think I'm also meeting some resistance there because I am afraid it's not going to be sustainable and because I feel like I'm not fully aware of what that shift has been so I'm kind Hmm. of like I don't want it to go away so if I'm doing something that's working like I want to keep doing
0: that. So I'm
2: just trying to to suss that all out. So I'd love your guys' intuition to kind of Great give me some Great Thank you, Molly. That. Great. Brooke, do you get something right away? Do you want yeah. to tell Molly?
4: So there's a couple things, as soon as you started talking, I was just checking with your energy. So there's a there's like a sort of swirling off to the right that's happening inside your solar plexus. Um, and it feels a little bit like an attachment or like a cord Um, I'm not sure if it's with a person or a child or a relationship yet, but there's a little bit of a pulling um, from your energy, like down there, right to the right of your belly button and slightly below the question that's popping in for me about the shift that you're trying to wonder, like what just happened that allowed this to happen. So for me, the solar plexus is the place of our creativity, the place of our power. It's where our core is. It's just below our core. So I'm curious, Molly, like, have you recently created a bigger vision for yourself in your life, and your business?
3: Um, yeah. I mean, I think I always had one, but I also kind of took back my power a little bit in my relationship, and so that definitely made a shift happen, I think, because I wasn't – I don't know. I think I was kind of, like, holding myself back in a way, and then I just kind of, like, let it go and speak my – a little bit, and so then I was mm-hmm. kind of able to just move forward.
4: Can you take okay. your power back more? Because that that cord that I was telling you about, when that I was feeling, it doesn't feel like it's finished detaching yet.
3: <laughs> yes, I probably
2: could. Right. Do you have okay. a child
3: with this person?
4: No. Okay. Okay.
2: Like, oh my God. Okay. It just
4: feels like a little twinge of like maybe some codependent pattern left. That you could. So, if you're noticing, so at the very beginning of the call, you remember I was talking about how when you reclaim your power, or when you take your power back from a relationship or an agreement, you get more into your power. So it makes sense yeah. to me that if you're setting boundaries or taking your power back in the context of that relationship, suddenly you have more power to devote to yourself and your business. And what I'm right. feeling is there's still a little bit that you could be taking back from that relationship. There's still a little okay. bit of a like uh, codependent thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it
2: totally does. Okay, I have to tell you the card I picked. It's so crazy. Okay, so Molly, nice to meet you. Um, so I picked the emperor card and if you know what the emperor card is, the emperor <laughs> is, it's about the father taking over the father energy, the authority energy, the, um, and this could be, and this, when I picked this card, I was like, is this a man in your life or is this you? Or is, it's a combination of both. There's a combination. It's so interesting. You're saying this because there's a part of you that just like Brooke was kind of saying that's like. It's kind of like um, with Roz, it was like we got to get her more into the feminine side, the receiving. With you, it's kind of just step. It's And I feel like for you, maybe, you know, Brooke feels this too. You kind of alluded to this. There's just a little bit of, and this is what I feel, I feel like it's just a little bit of stepping in into your authority. You're not quite yeah. there of stepping into your authority. I get get the word authority a lot. And so I feel like and it's feel like you've done a lot of work around this and I do feel like this does have a little bit to do with this relationship, but every relationship is a reflection of us, right, Molly? Right. And there's something can I can I ask you oh just one little thing. So there's the authority little piece, but there's also there's a little niggling little voice in you that says, "I'm not smart enough." Is there a little yeah, voice in you that think... goes, "I'm not smart enough"? I'm not sure. Maybe I'm not smart enough.
3: Yeah, is that I think true or not? Part, yeah. of, part of me that's like, "Can I actually do what yes. I want
2: to do?" Exactly. That's mm-hmm. yeah, the voice that I've. And that little voice that you kind of just touched on there that's the voice that just needs to be cared for that just love that voice, love that voice it's just the little girl that's like "I don't know, just like you know if you have a little girl, you'd be like, "Of course you can, of course you can don't worry about yeah. it just go out there <laughs> and do it <laughs> and yeah. gonna, you know don't you know you know don't coddle it, but just go you'll be fine, it's all good and that's going to help you to step into that authority. Thing. just love that little girl love that little piece and i feel like you know there's i mean there's a, a lot of good things happening for you definitely but it's just this one little piece step into your authority and then care for the little part of you that saying, i don't know if i can do it just care for it okay
4: okay that's really helpful thank you one more thing molly i want to add too so like when you were saying um can i really do what i want to do I want to tell you, yes, you can, and I want to give you two affirmations that will help this, if that's okay. Yes. So one of them that you can start to use is, of course, I'm meant to honor my desires. So, of course, it's fair to expect that they are fulfilled. The reason why this works is because your desires are not separate from God's, they're not separate from the universe, right? If you have a desire to create something bigger, if you have a desire to really, like, have a deeper impact on the world or create a bigger vision or have wild success in your business, if you have the desire, it's there for a reason, and it's meant to be fulfilled. So you can, okay. whenever that question comes in, like, can I really do what I want to do? Just be like, mm-hmm. thank you so much for trying to keep me safe, voice. Mm-hmm. But of course, I'm in on my desires. So of course, it's fair to expect that they are fulfilled, right? The other one that you can use, and this came directly from my current um, mentor, um, is I'm equipped and anointed for everything that is part of my assignment.
3: I love that. If I
0: want
4: it, it is for me. So Beautiful. if you want to do it, if it's a vision of yours, it is for you.
0: I love it. I Beautiful. love that. Yeah,
2: that's nice. Well, thank you, Molly, so much. It was wonderful to meet you.
3: Thank you, guys. I appreciate it.
2: Thanks, Molly, for calling in. Thank no you. No problem. Bye, guys. Ha- have a great Bye. day. Bye-bye. Oh, those were great affirmations, Brooke. Thank you so much. I love that. you yeah. got those affirmations right in there that we were talking about. And, th- and talk about specific. Those were really spe- specific, beautiful affirmations. I love it. They work. Um, they
4: work when they when you work them.
2: <laughs> <coughs> That's right. Exactly. All right. So we're at the almost at the top of the hour. Um, let's just take one more call and then we'll wrap up. Okay. Perfect. Great. All right. So um, thank you everyone for for calling in. I really appreciate it. But right now we're going to go to area code nine four nine, and the number starts with three nine four nine four nine three nine four. Hello.
0: Hello. It's Hi, who Sean. is this? Sean? Sean. Nice hey to Sean. meet you, Sean. Yeah.
4: Oh, it's Sean. Is it Sean? Um, Sean? I'm sorry? Is
0: this, is this Sean from Periscope
4: Hello? way back in the day?
0: Yeah. Our friend, Sean? Okay.
2: Yes. <laughs> Hi, yeah. Sean. How are you?
0: Hey, doing great. Doing great. Um, well... Uh Yeah. Now that I'm talking to you two, doing doing awesome. <laughs> so um so yeah, I uh, love to from um, both of you. Um uh, um
4: I can already feel on what you're but, but go ahead and ask.
0: The you question. do. Yeah, yeah I go, can do. go. Um go go right ahead. I, go I, ahead, Brooke. Do you want me to go? Oh go ahead. Okay. I,
4: Yeah, yeah. um, go right ahead. Hi. So as soon as you started speaking, so like like your energy pops in, right? Your what I can feel immediately, Sean, is that like you've got a lot of frenetic energy going on, which typically means that you're listening to too many voices in your head. Mm -hmm. So like Mm -hmm. um, the frenetic energy is like over here, like oh, what about this and about this and how about this and Like there's so many things that you're giving, um, you know a listening ear to and what i'm feeling for you already mm-hmm. is that you can stop listening to voices of doubt you can stop listening to voices of limitation right you need to still get very clear on what you want i don't feel like you've done that quite yet you need to get mm-hmm. super clear on what it is that you want to want to create and who you are and trust that so that when these and they're pretty strong for you when these other like you know And everybody has voices in their mind. We're not talking about schizophrenia here. We're just talking about, you know, all (laughs) the beliefs that roll through our heads, right? So um, once you get clear on who you are and what you want, it will become the foundation for you to say, oh, look, there's that voice of doubt. I don't want to listen. I'm listening to this voice of truth now.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's a
4: voice of, like, I can't do it. I don't have enough. No, I know that Mm -hmm. I'm enough. I know that I'm more than enough because there's infinite love and intelligence within me.
2: Exactly. Right. Exactly. So for you
4: it's like start reclaiming your power back from all this Does that make
2: yeah. sense? Yeah. And <laughs> got it. And Sean, I does want that to resonate say this.
4: For you,
0: Sean? I'm sorry, Brooke.
4: Does that resonate for you what I said?
0: Yeah, yeah, it does. Um I mean feeling yeah, that <laughs> feeling like there's, okay, yeah, I could do this and maybe this is right. And maybe this is where my, um, center is. I need to ask you something, Sean. I need to ask you something. Um, Mm Are mm-hmm. you?
2: First of all, I picked the Knight of Rods for you, turned upside down. But I got this for you. I I keep hearing my guides like decide, 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 yeah. decide. You're yeah. about deciding. You're trying to make a decision. You're always trying to make a decision. And there, is there one or two? I I feel like the, what Brooke said is totally right because you've got a lot of in, internal mm-hmm. conflict going on. But is there one or two big things you're trying to make a decision about right now?
0: Uh... Not especially, you know, like life-shattering or life-changing, okay. life-altering okay. decisions. Like, oh, if you make this decision now, then That's okay. it's going to mean. You know, I'm just um, getting, but the, the yeah. same
2: thing that she got that. She got this is this this thing about it's like you're it's like you have the inner tug of war. Like, do this, no, do that, no, that, mm-hmm. do, that do that. It's an that inner conflict and, thing.
0: And- yeah, and a lot mm-hmm. of that I think might come from okay, well, I I tried to do um, you know, college and fell flat on my face. And then I tried right. to do this thing and fell flat on my face. Um there's of course the <clears throat> the stuff with Were you trying um,
4: based on what your mind told you was what you should do or were you trying based on what your heart and your soul knew that you're meant for?
0: I think a lot of it, uh, especially with the college things, like okay, well, you go to college and that—that's how you become successful because you have a degree and everybody thinks you're smart, and then that's—that's that's like what you follow up on because otherwise you—you you know, you'll right. never so that be was a um,
4: choice, successful, right?
0: Yeah, right. was yeah. a lot. So it yeah, makes definitely. sense to me.
4: I'm not saying college is bad for anybody who's listening. Like, I went to college. I have a master's. I'm not saying any of these things are bad. But right. what I'm mm. hearing for you, Sean, is that like. of these decisions that you're saying, I tried and I fell flat on my face. If we make a choice Mm -hmm. that's not based on our truth and based on our soul desire, it's sort of natural that it's not going to work out because it's not what we're supposed to do. Right. So you
0: can understand that maybe the energy that I have, which is kind of, oh, maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll do that. And maybe if I just don't make a decision, then I'll always be in that place of waiting where I could do this, that, or Mm -hmm. the other thing. But I'm not in danger of having, oh, wait. Crap, the thing that I did choose was uh, the wrong thing or the, the right. worst, you know, decision Can I with give my you a mind. Suggestion?
2: Right. Can I give you a mm-hmm. suggestion, Sean? My suggestion mm-hmm. is to take those things that you say you fell flat on your face with, the, the whatever, these things. I, I would make a mm-hmm. suggestion to you. If you were my student I was working with you, I would say I want you to write at least 20 things that were that were really big benefits from those things that, that you think made you fall flat on your face. Right. Got to because that's going to change your away. perception. And that's going to open you up because... Uh, it's mm-hmm. going to open you up to be like, you know what? I'm not stuck. I haven't been, been doing the wrong thing. And I want you to take the time to sit down and go, okay, in this situation that I think I fell flat on my face. I want you to write 10 to 20, mm-hmm. sometimes hard 20, 10 to 20 things that you go, oh, my God, I really learned about this. And it can be as me- literally mm-hmm. menial or as deep as possible. You can say, wow, I really learned how to deal with people that are angry at me. Great. Or I really learned how to tie a knot. Whatever. I don't care what it is but i want you to, sure. to to say these are things that i walked away with from those things and those are all of those kind of things are going to point you in a direction that is clear and you're not going to be resisting remember resistance is the mm-hmm. thing and when you resist your resistance it's really not going to be good so that is right. going to be that is what you want to do is you want to lower your resistance, and the only way to lower resistance is to change your perception and then, as we said earlier, be very specific about. You know, because every uh, every every single situation has what we would perceive good or bad. So so once you do that, your right. energetic is going to start to shift around it, and you're going to start to feel a little more like, ah, okay, not such a bad position. I think it's going to flow a little bit more, a little bit more. Does that make sense, Sean? Mm-hmm.
0: Got mm-hmm. it. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yes, it
2: does. Well, Sean, I'm sorry to cut you cause... off. We're going to have to uh-huh. wrap up. But it Thanks. was so great to hear Sounds your great. voice.
0: Hey, oh one There's last time, really huh? quick question. One last quick mm-hmm. question. Which one of you is taller? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess.
3: Tall.
0: Got... Are you about head to head you're about the same height? Okay, all right. So now I have a gauge because I know exactly how tall Max is. Yes. <laughs> so now I have a yes. gauge of my too. Now I, don't I can think imagine.
4: Yeah. yeah, one sure. last thing that I want to say for you too, that will go hand in hand with what Max is telling you as a suggestion,
0: mm-hmm.
4: is um, you've you've spent a lot of time, um, you know, listening to what your mind tells you is right or wrong, or listening to what your mind tells you is success or failure. Uh-huh. What I would love for you to do, if you were if you were my client, I would have you sit down. We would do this together, but obviously we can't today. Mm-hmm. So I would sit right. down, and I want you to um, do something that allows all your senses to become engaged. So I want you to like. Um, mm-hmm light candles, have music going, you know, have a glass of wine, anything that's engaging all the senses. Because remember, like, the brain activates Mm -hmm. when the senses are engaged. Um, And I want you to just sit in presence with your core and your heart. And I want you to start to begin to notice what your soul's voice and what your heart's voice sounds like. So that Mm -hmm. you can distinguish between what your soul is asking you to do versus what your mind Mm -hmm. is telling you you should do. Because when you can start to understand and really feel the difference between your soul voice, your intuition, and the mind, you're going to be like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's the mind. I don't need to necessarily listen to that. What is my soul calling me to do? I just want you to spend some time getting to know what your core sounds like, what your heart and your soul
2: sound like. Make sense?
0: Got it. Yeah. Yeah, it does.
2: It does. Thank you, Sean, so much. It was great great to hear your
0: voice. Hey, great to talk to both of you too. Okay, Bye-bye.
2: have a wonderful right. day. We'll talk to you soon, I'm sure.
0: You too. Okay,
2: right. bye bye. Oh my gosh, that is so funny, Brooke. So funny um, that you said that. I do some something like that with with um, some of my clients, and I do actually do the opposite too. Um, I have them just sit with no no kind of influence at all. So they can really start to de- mm. to, to define where their what their ego is. And one of the exercises, I, I don't do this all the time because it's kind of brutal, but <laughs> I say, okay, this, you're going to block out one whole day and you're going to sit somewhere in your house with nothing on. It's got to be no one around in a room. And you're going to wait until you are completely, completely um, pulled by your intuition to move. Love it. Not by your mind. Not by your mind. And I'm telling you, some people have (laughs) done it and people are like, okay, I sat for six hours. And I was like, well, good. Now you're going to know that your mind is really, really – your ego is really, like, playing you, um, and it's really hard. So it's like the opposite on the other end, too. So yours is more fun, though. The the super stimulated yeah. is more fun. No, I've done that,
4: too. I've, I've given clients assignments before where they're just meant to sit quietly, like you said, and just um, stare at their bookshelf
0: mm-hmm.
4: and allow their intuition to, like – Tell them, like, where, which shelf to go to, which book to pull, which page to look at, right?
0: mm -hmm. It's a really
4: fun exercise in in the beginning, especially. Um, But then, what you're talking to, too, like, I remember the very first time that I meditated, basically sitting with myself was, I think, like, maybe 2003 or four. um, And I was working in a rehab at the time. And I remember just sitting for like 10 minutes at the very beginning and being like, wow, this is insane. Sanity going on up here like my mind <laughs>
0: yeah
4: oh so okay like i understand the place that like a lot of people are coming from no matter what the spectrum because like i've been there i i remember what it was like to be um very angry and have a current of confusion and have a current of frenetic energy and not really understanding what my soul felt like or my heart you know i didn't know all right. that stuff in the beginning so totally. it's very possible to move from a space of like a, a really overactive mind and a mm-hmm. and a difficulty tuning into ourselves or our body or intuition. It's totally possible to move and shift from that place into a place of power. So,
2: oh, I just yeah. wanted to say yeah. So you got to be aware, yeah. have the awareness of it for sure.
4: Mm-hmm. Well,
2: Brooke, this is coming to our end of our time. I'm so, this has been just fantastic. Thank you so much, Brooke.
4: Yeah. No, I'm so glad that we got to do this. I'm so glad that you invited me.
2: And I had a great we'll time. We'll have to have you on again. So glad everybody was here. I everyone love that. Need, you yeah, and everyone um, needs to know how to get in contact with you. What's the best way to do that, Brooke?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: The best way to do that, so if you go to my website, it's very simple. It's brookkalin.com. So my first and last name.com. Um, you, I usually send out any kind of announcements about my programs coming up, or coaching, or any kind of sales that I'm doing on my email list. Those are the first people to know. So if you want to get on the end and just be aware of, like, what's going on and what kind of events I'm, I'm holding, you can subscribe to my email list on my website. Um, and then also if you want to stay connected, Instagram is a really fun place to do that. Um, my handle there is um, at Brooke underscore Kaylin. Um, and then Facebook, Brooke Kaylin. Um, those are the three best ways to get in contact with me. And if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, um, if you go to my website, BrookeKaylin.com, um, you just follow the tab for the, the coaching, and then all my packages will pop up. So.
2: I love it. Definitely check mm-hmm. out all of Brooke's stuff. Um, I love her Instagram. I love her. And we have to I have love you. you back. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> we'll pick another awesome subject and, and have more callers again in the new year. Okay, Brooke?
4: I would love that. That sounds fantastic.
2: All right, my friend. Love you so much. And everybody, have an incredible weekend. And remember, 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 I always pray that love will guide you. Love will guide you this weekend. Have an incredible week. Let me know if you need anything. And definitely sign up for my newsletter at com because this next week or two, I'm going to make be making a really fun, amazing actual announcement. So we'll see you later, everyone. Have a wonderful oh, I want
4: to say one, can I, one last thing. Yes. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. I forgot to mention this. If you guys are interested in learning the actual techniques and having training based on what we talked about, the energetics of success, so I am reopening that course on demand in just a couple of weeks. So if you guys want, like, the full you know training you want all the live streams you want to learn everything that we've been talking about um make sure that you're following me or subscribe to my email list because i'm going to be opening those doors soon so you'll get
2: all access Yay. to that definitely yeah. do that everybody sounds good okay love you so much, Max, you for, so much. for everybody okay all right bye everyone bye everyone thanks for being here The. ya thank you so much for listening I hope that the podcast brought up some things for you to help you in your life, to really navigate life's challenges. But if you are still looking for more help, more guidance, I would love to talk to you. I'd love to talk to you about how I can help you in a deeper, more significant way to really master the art of joyful living and attract positive results. To do that, you can just go to attractpositiveresults.com forward slash apply and I will book out some time with you for about 30 minutes where we will discover exactly what is blocking you and how to
0: get through that.
2: Okay? All right. As I always say, I pray that love will guide you and I will see you next time.